Well, hello everybody and welcome back to the 15 Minutes Podcast, a space where you can pause, rest, and be reminded of what is important in only 15 minutes. I'm your host, Emily Rusli Budiman, and I consider it an honor to host this Fate-filled 15-minute long podcast, which is a brand new episode every Wednesday. And can I just say thank you for a moment, not to a collective you, but to individual you, a brave woman and man who take a time in your busy day to get a fresh perspective from someone else's story, to receive a dose of encouragement from ordinary people, and a sprinkle of hope when these imperfect stories are paired with extraordinary and perfect God. And thank you for those who have shared this podcast to their friends and families, given a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or simply send me personal messages to support me on this podcasting journey. It means a lot. And as always, I'm cheering you on your journey in this messy yet beautiful thing called life. Alright, what better way to continue the Upside Down Kingdom series than by talking about the rhythm of grace. Yes, the undeserved grace of God that is extended to you and I. The powerful gift that radically transforms life. The very reason Jesus suffered and died on the cross so that you and I can have a hope for our tomorrows and extend the same grace to other people. Joining me today is my friend and sister, Sherilyn Gautama. Sherilyn is a worship leader, singer, and recent college graduate who loves Jesus and is willing to share a piece of her story when she experienced the true, undeserving, and radical grace of God. So whether your 2022 is off to a good start, whether you need a reminder of this good news once again, today's episode is for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee, and join me in my chat with Sherilyn. Hi, Sherilyn. Welcome back to the 15 Minutes Podcast. You are actually not new to this podcast because you were the first guest at this podcast when it was still in the pilot period, which I truly, truly appreciate. And it's really great to have you back. So before we get started, could you just share a little bit about yourself? Hello, 15 Minutes Podcast listeners. It's so good to be back here. Um, I'm Sherilyn Gautama a church friend of GM back in Boston, but now I'm back home in Batam, Indonesia after graduating in May 2021 and I'm currently working for my dad in the mining business. Today, we are continuing the series called Upside Down Kingdom, which explores various themes and teachings of Jesus. They are countercultural, likely unpopular, but alive and true. Specifically, we are going to talk about the rhythm of grace, which is a very meaty topic because we all need grace. I feel like I need the grace of God every minute, every second. So I would love for you to share a significant season in your life where you experienced the true grace of God. In the episode before, um, I talked about how my experience in Singapore was mainly how my faith saved me from good and evil and knowing the right thing to do versus the wrong thing to do. I want to talk about a time in my life where I struggled with my identity in Christ because of a new unfamiliar environment. And I experienced that in my first year of university, in my freshman year, um, when I was in Boston, which I considered one of the hardest years of my life because I think I was tested in so many aspects of my life, not just my faith, but also, you know, academics, personal relationships. And I was starting to doubt and lean into different temptations eventually. Um, I was rebelling against different circumstances. 
um, you know, having difficulty to find friendships, especially, and, you know, peer pressure, um, academic pressures, everything, all that, that made me kind of doubt God's goodness in my life and started making, making me doubt knowing what is good and evil again. And I started losing myself and fell into this kind of spiral um, that was in a negative sense. And I was in a dark space of brokenness. And I think that's when God came in and, you know, saved me with his grace. Um, He simply just told me to, you know, come back to him and that it's okay after everything that I've done, falling to temptations to still be considered his child. And that's when I took a turning point after entering my sophomore year, where I realized that God's goodness is still you know, real and so evident in my life. And I started also getting involved in um, church, as you know, and also met my church family. And that really helped me in the end. And that was when I truly experienced um, God's true grace. Wow, praise God. I love that God impressed in your heart that you are his child in that season and invited you to come back to him. It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son in the Bible. And I feel like we're all the prodigal sons to some degree, myself included, because we can name small or big times where we do things our way. And so grace is not only extended when we were first saved, but it's also extended many times throughout our lives. Mm -hmm. And it hopefully shapes our view of God every time we experience it. So I'm curious, how has that experience changed your perspective about God? I think growing up from, you know, Sunday school and then, you know, my teenage years in church, I have this view that God is this strict almighty. But after my experience um, during my freshman year of college, I think it changed my view of God as this father figure. And I finally understood that character of God. Um, And in my time in Singapore, I think it kind of, had this mix of um, perspective because, you know, I think my parents were really strict on me. So I just assumed that God is equally as strict in a way and also viewing God um, as a black and white figure um, where if you do wrong, you get punished. If you do well, you get rewarded in kind of sense. And I feared God not in the right way. I think I feared God because I was scared of, you know, going into hell or, you know, being punished more so than actually fearing God in, you know, a biblical way. And I think being um, in Boston, that freshman year really changed um, the way I view God because I was in a place where I didn't have anyone. I was lonely and I was sad and I was broken. I felt like there was no one who could save me. And then God showed himself as this different figure that I wasn't familiar with and he literally if I could like like a hand that like picked me up basically and like you know just hug me and like that's like how I would describe that fatherly figure of God just how like if we all have dads um you know that's how my dad takes care of me you know like he would hug me and he would you know comfort me in times when I felt like I'm alone so that changed my perspective of God from this like strict um you know almighty God figure like that's black and white into this you know father figure which I wish I knew earlier Mm, that's good and I want to acknowledge that seeing God as the good father who loves you and embraces you may be a difficult thing for some people but I do want to tell everyone who is listening that God is your father and he wants to be known as such keep pressing on to his love his characters and his faithfulness so Sherilyn In a world where people are striving with their own strength and chasing perfection, how does the understanding of grace lead you to freedom? 
Oh, this one's good. This is a good question. Because I consider myself as a tough person, a tough and strong person after all the experiences I've gone through. And I think a lot of people view me in that way as well. So I truly believed in it, which I still do. But I think now, more so than ever, I realize that my strength does not come from myself alone, but it all belongs to God. And without God, I would not be as strong. You know, I feel like if I rely on just myself, and not God's grace, um, then everything I do won't, you know, won't matter in my, in my opinion, because everything I want to do should glorify him. And I think that's how it changed my understanding of grace. It's not just like an extension of God's love to me, but also extension of my own, like my own love and compassion from God to other people. And I think that's what I consider as strength um, in the end. And like that's where I wish people would also understand um, where their strength comes from. It's not just, you know, from your bones and your muscles, but from your heart and from your, you know, compassion to others. And I think that's um, how it changed for me. So one can say that since we have the grace of God, we could do whatever we want because we will be forgiven anyways. What do you think is the definition of godly freedom? And what would you say to people who have this thought? I don't think I have a good definition for freedom because I'm still struggling with it. And I think it's, you know, I don't think I'll ever find the answer until the end of time, until I ask God himself, maybe. Um, but one thing I can say after what I've learned about God's grace is that freedom is a responsibility. And it's funny because it's ironic because in the worldly sense, you know, it's two opposing ideas like freedom, but responsibility, It you know, it doesn't make sense. But I think uh, freedom is not the right to do everything we want to do. Um, I think freedom is a reward of God's grace. And it's like God saying, you know, I trust you. I give you all of this and I want you to use it in my name to glorify me, you know, in, you know, in your life. And I think that's our responsibility as a Christ follower. And yeah, we do have a forgiving God. Um, but I think these days we take the word forgiveness for granted. I'm remembering, you know, once again, how Christ died for us on the cross and how he suffered to, you know, um, forgive our sins and go through that to get that freedom and that forgiveness. So we shouldn't take it lightly. And I think that's what I want to tell people that, you know, freedom is a responsibility, not just, you know, just a word, just a right for you to do anything you want. That's good. Well, Sherilyn, you are 23 years old, recently graduated from college, recently started your career. So this idea of grace, acknowledging that your strength comes from God, means that you have to trust God and often surrender your plan, desire, and ambition to God. It almost feels like maybe at times you are, quote, unquote, losing control of your life. So how is that struggle? How is that push and pull dynamic like? And how have you overcome it? I mean, from my personal experience as well, I think the struggle comes from losing that control. And I think... When I was in, you know, spiraling downwards, I think that was what I was part of, like in a negative sense that I was, you know, I could decide my own fate and like I could do whatever I want in a sense. And then, you know, going back to God is kind of like surrendering. And I think surrendering is not a very basic instinct for a lot of us, which is, I think, the the hurdle. I think giving up everything 
and giving up anything is hard for all of us because we all have, you know, our own you know, little treasure box that we kind of want to keep. And I think this is why um, people are struggling with it because losing that control of, okay, yep, I'm going to leave it all to God. is kind of like, you know, going against everything in your body. It's like, no, you're supposed to, you know, pick your own path. You're supposed to do this, you know, like you have a plan and everything, you know, just got ruined. And then God is, you know, saying like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. But a part of you is like, oh, it's not going to be okay. And I think the challenge of overcoming that is a whole different journey, but I think everyone can overcome that with a lot of prayer. I think just trusting Sometimes not knowing is, you know, like how they say ignorance is bliss. I think in a way, it's something like that, you know, because you don't have to know everything to have control. I think that's like the great, greatest lesson that I've learned in life, not just um, spiritually, but also like, you know, in different aspects of my life, like even in work or, you know, dealing with friendships. I think surrendering is not a basic instinct, but trusting and leaning towards God could be a basic instinct if you like habitually do it again and again and it'll become like more of a you know like a habit a routine rather than a struggle after a while so I think for me that's how I overcome it and how um, I struggled with it as well Matthew eleven twenty eight in the message version Jesus said are you tired worn out burnt out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace i won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly i think the hardest part of walking through this rhythm of grace is that grace is something that we receive freely but easily forgotten and swept under the rug if we are not intentional. If we just let ourselves drifted away by our imperfect self and culture. The good news is, we can receive it over and over again. It is available for us. And yes, you can receive it today. Come to Jesus. Learn from Him. Trust that He knows how life works best. And He is eager to show you that. Thanks again for tuning into the 15 Minutes Podcast. Don't forget the second part of this conversation will be available next week. So be sure to stay tuned. And until next time, friends, remember, yes, life is busy, but there's always a space to recharge and be reminded of what is truly important. I encourage you to enter that space, even if it only takes 15 minutes of your day.